And now it's time for Leadership of the Leaf with Dice and Austin. Let's jump in with a cut and a light. And welcome back to another episode of Leadership of the Leaf. My name is Austin. And I'm Dice. And (laughs) we are going to be talking to you, of course, about cigars and leadership. Uh, For cigars, I want to know, there's a question, and we'll kind of get into it, but are you influenced by sale promotions? Like, does that influence which cigars you buy? That is a very great question. All right, well, let's get into it. Uh, Right after you tell me what you are smoking, and then we'll talk about the leadership segment, and then I'll tell you what I'm smoking, because I like to be a man of mystery. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. Mystery. (laughs) All right. E.P. Carrillo, The Pledge. Ooh, 2020 Cigar of the Year. Yes, and I believe you spoke it on a previous episode, and now it's my turn, sucker. It was delicious. Also, very strong. But it is strong. Good. The color is very dark. Yeah, it's definitely like almost on the borderline of a Destiro. But the wrapper is a Connecticut. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second, but okay. <laughs> All right. I do believe it, but I'm just saying it's very dark. Well, that's what my show notes for, say, So Yeah, there you go. Um, so for our leadership segment, we're going to be talking about stress management because how can you be an effective leader if you're always stressed out all the time? <laughs> it ain't happening. Just saying. Uh, smash! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all right. All right. There you go, big puff. There you go, yeah. big guy. What is it? It is the Perdomo Reserve Maduro 10th Anniversary. This was 2021 Cigar of the Year, I think through Cigar Journal. The Cigar mm. Aficionado one was the Padron 1924 thing. We we covered that in a previous episode, but this one I believe is from Cigar Journal. Cigar Stomp? Cigar Journal? Something like one that. One of them. One of them. No, not Aficionado. Not Aficionado. Yeah. Um, and I'm pairing that with a lovely whiskey barrel aged rum from a local distillery down here uh, called the Crew Distillery, K R E W E. K R E W E. Yeah. Whiskey rum. Basically, like whiskey. It's delicious. Oh, that sounds amazing. I do like my rum. Uh, I, you know, I would ask you, but it's going to be Hennessy because that's what you drink. It is definitely Hennessy, and it's uh, no thrills this time. Just regular old VSOP. There you go. All right. So, I asked you at the beginning, are you influenced by sale promotions when it comes to buying cigars? The short answer for me, for the first part, is when I first was getting into it, like really getting into it, yes. Yes, I was. I get a free lighter, if I buy this, boom, give me my free lighter. I get what with this? Boom, give me my free swag, whatever you get. Yeah. But as I matured and collect numerous, numerous, numerous of swag items, lighters, yeah. cases, ashtrays, I don't cutters. need- Cutters. Oh, I forgot about cutters, tons of cutters. I don't need any more of this crap. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. And what I have found out is I have my favorites that are the, normally it's the ones I buy and I don't need mm. any of that crap. How about you? Yeah. So 
swag again when i was younger yeah for sure uh newer to the cigar game uh for sure i mean uh, there's still some i have a i have a herrera esteli lighter that i use almost on a regular basis and i love this thing it's a nice two torch lighter works it's solid um i love this thing um i i'm not as big as uh, for swag now what i will do is i will let discounts influence my my purchasing of cigars sometimes yes well there's one site you you put all these cigars in your basket you go to click your pay and then it's like hey how about we add this to your basket for this price you have two minutes to decide yeah i'm like you fucking website bitch i'll click it all right (laughs) (laughs) unless the wife's watching then i don't click it uh yeah i gotta do it in private too Facts. Um, I, I will say the first the first box that I bought actually was an Oliva box, and it was on sale. Um, I was getting it on sale, uh, and that's partially why I bought that box was because if I bought an Oliva box, I got like eight more free cigars with <laughs> that Oliva box, which was sounded great at the time until <laughs> you have to smoke Oliva nonstop for two years to get rid of them. It was bad. <laughs> I'd, I had to leave it for a while. Uh, um, for a swag, I, I know I purchased a, a Gurkha, mm. like a box of Gurkha, and they gave me like this badass backpack. And the reason why I say it's badass because it's not my travel backpack. And oh, that's go. what I use. I don't really carry a suitcase anymore. I just use that damn backpack. Well, I mean, there are some good swag things that I will, uh, like, allow them to influence, but uh, some of the stuff is kind of just whatever. Um, you know, some of it's just cheap. There's a... I have a... I, I don't even remember. I think it was a My Father cutter, and it was so cheaply made. I was just like, this is garbage. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But Yeah. But there are there's still good things, I mean, with swag and everything else. And... I think you, if you just sit there and you say, okay, hey, that, you know, it's hard to tell on a website, but if you go in store, then it's a little bit easier to say, yeah, okay, I'll take one of those things because that actually looks well built. Well, that's going to lead to another uh, one of the promotional items that's on our list here is uh, in-store influences. Like I went to one that was a Drew Estate one. And uh, they had a Drew Estate rep there. And if you buy one cigar, you get like, I don't know, some little item. You buy like five and you get like two or three nice like little items. And then if you buy a box or 20 or more, you get like an ashtray, a cigar holder, a fucking travel case, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, yeah, I I went ahead. I was going to buy them anyway. They were slightly discounted because it was during a show. Yeah. Well, that's one thing. I mean, like. I know that, like, when they have brand ambassadors, you know, um, or even brand owners. Yeah, it's uh, to to an extent. Like, you sit there, and especially if they're trying to give you like free stuff, and they're like, "Hey, hey, man, why don't you just take this lighter, uh, uh, just buy a cigar, or whatever?" And then I'm like, almost like, uh, I guess I kind of feel obligated to like at least buy one of your shit since you're in here trying to sell to me. Yes. You know what I mean? So it kind of they kind of guilt me, which I get. It's a sales tactic. Tell them no. Got it. I'm a you know I have no spine when it comes to cigars because I want all the cigars anyway. So is it really a bad thing? Yeah, 
And then if you buy two cigars, you get a raffle ticket for this elaborate item. Hey. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I don't know. Um, more cigars, a discount, those things, uh, swag items. I, I will let those influence me to a little, to a certain extent, but there's certain brands that like, I just don't care. You can offer me, uh, you know, a great thing. And I'm just like, ah, I really don't like that cigar. For me, it'd probably be Gurky. It'd probably be Gurkha. Well, be, uh, okay. I still don't mind Gurkhas. It's just uh, like you at the beginning. That's what I was smoking so much of that I kind of shy away. I'm not saying it's discounting the cigars at all. Uh, some people do. But I, I don't know. I would say the answer to that question would be to an extent, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And like, you know, I'll go to, if I'm doing cigar shopping on like online, you know, I get, I get emails from cigar shops at uh, online cigar stores and they'll give me, Hey, Oliva is running a discount or Hey, Dunbarton tobacco. If you buy five pack, two, five packs of Dunbarton tobacco, you get a socket squatch cigar holder for free or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, I, you know, I like those brands anyway, so why not? But like, if I'm not if I'm not super up on the brand, and they're like, "Hey, buy twenty of this one particular brand for something," and I don't, I'm not like I don't know that brand very well, or I'm not super impressed with that band, I'm not gonna fuck buy it. I don't need it. So, you, a promotional situation in that aspect wouldn't influence you at all if you no. don't care too much for the cigar. Yeah, it, the, it all just it all depends. Well, I noticed some of the higher, no, that's not a fair statement. I was going to say some of the higher end cigars, they don't really offer like any kind of bonus stuff like uh, Opus X. I, I've never seen anything offered for Opus X, but I was going to say uh, Davidoff is in the same line, but that's not true because I purchased stuff from their website and I got uh, like a, what, what the fuck is that thing? Would you put liquor in? A flask. Oh, I was going to say a decanter. Uh, Shows how so that's how bougie <laughs> I am. All right. <laughs> and I tried yeah. to use that fucking flask, and the wife was like, are you really going to use that? That's, yes. That's what it's for. She was like, I wouldn't use it. Fine. Why? Fine. So valuable. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Now, I, I will say, all right, so, so we're talking about online stores. So what about free shipping then? I think free shipping is almost has to be a given because th this is my thought process on the free shipping is they don't want you to buy one or two cigars. They want you to buy a box. Yeah. That's what they want you to do. So if you buy one or two cigars, let's say your price is around 30 bucks, then you got to pay for shipping. That's not really enticing. You pay for shipping, you'll be up to about 45 bucks, let's just say. Yeah. So with another, what, 50 or so bucks, you can get a box and it's free shipping. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of companies. I know uh, one company does seventy five dollars and up is free shipping, and it's like, and I nine times out of ten, I go buy exactly what I want. I put it all in my cart, boom, 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 and that's usually about two a piece or whatever, like three cigars. And I'm up to like sixty bucks, anyways. And then they charge like fourteen ninety nine for shipping, and I'm like, I might as well just give extra cigars because I'm gonna have to pay the shipping price anyways. So the the their little whatever they decide to do, it, it works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I just, I'm like, well, might as well. I might as well just buy more cigars if I'm going to have to pay for shipping anyways. It's either lost money or cigar money. 
I'd rather just pay, have it be cigar money. I, I think that's a tactic uh, for them to choose to try to compete with brick and mortars, even though majority of the time the, the cigars online are cheaper than your brick and mortar. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still enjoy my brick and mortars. Oh, I love I love my brick and mortar. If I'm going in to pick out like three cigars and that's it, I'll go to brick and mortar. I'll just go because I could get in and out 30 bucks. No hassle. I get the cigars right away. I don't have to wait on it. Nothing like that. But if I'm going and I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy like 15 cigars, I'm just going to do it online because nine times out of 10, they'll ship them to me and I don't have to sit there and try to pick them all out. They'll all be like already picked out and curated for me and just in a in a nice little container with a Bovita pack and yay, free Bovita pack. Um, so, so okay, so free shipping, obviously, that's that's a thing. Uh, what about sweepstakes? Um, I'm not a big fan of sweepstakes. That's not going to entice me because uh, sweepstakes, who's going to win that? I mean, who really knows who wins that? You yeah. just see some fucking name online be like, oh, Johnny English just won fucking <laughs> the golden cigar holder or some shit. And mm-hmm. normally, normally it's some swag shit anyway. Oh, yeah. And normally it's like, hey, buy all these, like buy, you know, five cigars, you get a raffle ticket. Or if you buy 10, you get three. And then at the, you know, at the end of the month or whatever, we'll, we'll draw for this whatever shit item anyway. And you're like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if I if I get that. I just want the cigars. Yeah. So, if if I had to look at this list, the sweepstakes definitely will not influence me. That's not nope. that's not an influence for me to purchase um, a cigar. That's just not doing it. I mean, we have the, we have a list here, right? You know, swag, yeah. in store brand ambassadors. You know, extra free cigars, discounted cigars, uh, free shipping, and sweepstakes. I think out of all of those, I think the only thing that actually doesn't really do anything for me would probably be sweepstakes. Yeah, the 100%. And swag is on the bottom of the list, too. I say swag is definitely on the bottom of the list, but uh, if I was going in and I was going to get Leaf by Oscar. Yeah. But when I go in the store or whatever, it's like, well, if you buy Drew Estate, you'll get such and such item. Let's say a travel humidor. I could use another travel humidor. I have one yeah. for longer travel, one for just going around town. Okay. Right. So I'll switch up that way, but like a uh, lighter. No, it, it has to depend on what the swag actually is. If, if, yeah. if it is useful for me. Right. Right. If, if they're like, hey, we're going to give you this cutter and... Uh, it's like this cheap ass cutter. You're like, Dude, I don't need any more cutters. I have a I have a Calibri v, deep V cut that I carry around with me. This thing's solid, and you're offering me a, a shit V cutter or a guillotine cutter. I don't care. Yeah. Like I don't need that. I have I have my good one. Uh, what I did with those is I just threw them in my truck or in my car or whatever, and I would just carry it. Like I had one in my wife's car, had one in my car. Yeah. Uh, and then I just had a cutter wherever I went. And then I also just threw one in a, like in a travel humidor, so it just stay there. Um, that way I just never forgot anything. Same. Same, but, but it, I mean, I think the last time I had one of the swag cutters or whatever, it just really, it brutally just ruined my cigar. Mm. I, had, I had to end up, you know, finding an actual real cutter somewhere around the house. And actually recutting it to make it clean up. 
Yeah, what I like to do, uh, if I get that stuff in store and I'm going to sit like in, in, the, in the cigar shop and actually smoke, I like to use their swag and I, I use it in front of them. And then if it's like a cutter or something, it just destroys the fucking end of the cigar. I'm like, ah, that's great swag. And I, then I go use the house cutter to clean it up. <laughs> My thanks, buddies. Yeah, thanks, guys. That's after you slobber on it, right? Uh, yeah, of course, 100%. You got to slobber on it before you, you know, use the house cutter. <laughs> Not. Then you just stare at them in their eyes and be like, I'm, per- <laughs> I'm corona-free, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. COVID is fucking thing. Oh. <laughs> Put a damper on this whole cigar smoking industry. All right, so I'm about in my first third. What about you? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely there. Definitely. I'm curious for yours. Um, I, it's, it's a medium to full, you know, it's Nicaraguan, obviously, uh, binder and wrapper. Um, and it's, it's aged, it's aged like 14 months or no, six years. And then it's another 14 months. So I, I definitely get like dark chocolate, like espresso. Uh, there's a little bit of black pepper on the back end. Um, I will see. I think I, there's some sort of wood in here. Maybe hickory? Hmm. To be fair, I burnt my tongue earlier today, so my <laughs> taste is a little bit off, but I, I, that's why I feel like I'm... you missing one, like of your, one of your five... Uh, uh, it's right <laughs> in the center of my tongue, too. <laughs> pissing me the hell off. Ah, uh, poblecito. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. What about you? What about you? Get a nice puck, get a nice taste in there. Yeah, it's definitely a strong hint of cocoa mm. with a back note of pepper. And on the, uh, when I exhale on that, that bite after I exhale, because it's, I, I want to describe it as chewy. I don't know if that's a good term to use, but on that chewy, chewy is citrus. I could be reaching there, but that's what I'm getting. Maybe mm. it's the maybe it's the Hennessy bringing that part out. Maybe, very 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 well could be. Um, huh? Interesting. Um, but what I like to hear from our viewers and listeners—not uh, really viewers because we don't do videos—but uh, listeners, I'd love if you guys came on to Instagram and, and commented like, what what influences you guys to buy certain brands? I know that if I go into a store and I'm looking for a new brand. Uh, the the band is gonna gonna sway me yes. one way or the other. Um, if they have a discount on a brand that I haven't tried, hundred percent, that's gonna make my day even better. Yeah. Um, or if they have a, if a discount on a brand that I like, that, uh, that just makes my day. That's better, better yeah, and better. Exactly. Um, sweepstakes. Uh, uh, I don't give. A, I don't care for. Well, this but, is what uh, I'm gonna ask. If you tag us in some swag that you got or tag us in something you actually won from a cigar sweepstakes i want to see what you actually got facts yeah show tag and us. tell yep at leadership of the leaf on instagram uh hit us up let us know what you guys got uh i'll i'd be happy to post a picture of whatever i have whatever i have gone i've got a nice undercrown lighter uh in fact i remember going to the cigar outlet with you and i got that undercrown lighter and I was sitting there laughing about it because you liked it. And then they had it for sale for like eight bucks. <laughs> I was <Yes>. like, shit. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool because, you know, you got a value price on the lighter that you got. Yeah, exactly. I guess. 
But <laughs> I mean, it's a good, it's good lighter. It's a nice little single porch, so it's it's pretty solid little lighter. But yeah, let us know. Uh, we'll be right back after this quick break with our leadership segment of stress management, how to deal with some of those uh, stressful times. Uh, I, I, I'm doing that now. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, after the break. Don't forget, we need to follow the podcast so we know when new episodes drop. All right, everyone, welcome back. We are now going to jump in that leadership section of our uh, Leadership of the Leaf. Heck yeah, I can't wait. Stress management. management. There you go. Mm. No, I was I was reviewing a lot of these. Yep. Angels? No, no, that was me. Oh, all right. My computer ding. Ah, I was reviewing a lot of these, and a lot of these are just very simple and straight to the point. Um, I don't. Some of these I didn't review as a stress management, but I can see it. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it. I think number one, exercise. I think that's a fantastic stress management tool. Um, it releases all the chemicals in your brain, makes you feel good. I think it's dopamine or ser- serotonin. Um, don't I'm I'm not a biologist by any means. <laughs> we know. Yeah, but exercise great. You get your frustrations out. Uh, you you work out your body, helps relax your mind, helps tire you out, so everything kind of just calms down. You're not got all this nervous energy anymore. That really helps. How that helps me out. Well, I think one of the points to the kind of key in on the exercise portion is it's something you have to do like regularly. Yes. Like, like if you're like, oh, I'm stressed and I'm gonna go work out, it doesn't really work that way. It has to be part of like a routine. Yeah. Or uh, I don't know, something you do daily. I yep. guess that's the name of definition routine. of routine. Yeah. yeah. Good job, man. <laughs> you know how to you know how to define words. Boom. Um, yeah, I work out five days a week, and uh, it, it definitely has helped me out quite a bit. Uh, it's made me a lot happier of a person. So, uh, I've heard people say, oh, I'm going to take all this stress out on these weights tonight or in the morning or whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Oh, it's obviously, it's something I do not do. Yeah. I, I will say, if you do that, be cautious, because if you overlift... Uh, you could end up injuring yourself. Which will cause you more stress. Wait, 100% it will. <laughs> uh, but after a nice workout, I always like to uh, relax my muscles. Take a nice warm shower. I don't fit in bathtubs being six foot two. Uh, I don't fit <laughs> in normal bathtubs. <laughs> but uh, if, I, if I do, sometimes uh, a nice soak in like some Epsom salt. Oh, uh, yeah. Would help that help everything out, you know. Massage, massage. That, that's one of the um, things that I do regularly. Well, I used to. I haven't for a while, but it was uh, it was almost a weekly thing for me. Um, especially when I was in Japan, I would do it very frequently. Yeah, uh, well, couples massage, regular massage. It, it was uh, it was wonderful. I mean, the he he he. That's what they'll do before they start massaging. And man, I was relaxed. It's great. 
<laughs> uh, I, yeah, I got a, uh, I got one of those um, Theraguns. Well, it's not even like, a, like massaging gun. Yeah, dude, that thing is money well spent. I agree, but I can't tell you the last time I used mine. Uh, yeah, I have to. I use mine almost uh, at least on a weekly basis. Well, maybe I should find it and start using it on a weekly basis. Uh, I'm not sure, but you are correct. That thing is amazing. Yeah, and then you know, if you, a good another good way to relax your muscles is obviously getting a good night's sleep. Stop cramming all your work in till eleven o'clock midnight, and then you got to be up at like five six a.m. in the morning trying to do stuff. You ain't getting enough time to let your body reset and let your let your mind process everything that went down through the day. Yeah, one thing I notice is if I am actually stressed, I do not get a good night's sleep. I normally wake up at some stupid time in the morning and look at my clock and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yep. That's uh, due to stress. So I need to do something different. Yeah. Um, sometimes not condone it. Well, sometimes if I'm super, if super stressed and I know I'm going to get a, a night's sleep like that, I'll take a little bit of melatonin before bed. Yeah, my wife does yeah. that. Yeah, and then just try to help me kind of stay asleep so that way I can I kind of force my body into resetting. Um, one method that we kind of do whenever you smoke a cigar is deep breathing. Mm. And if anyone has an Apple Watch, or I don't know, maybe other watches do it too, it chimes in during the day and tells you to take a couple of deep breaths. Yeah. I turned mine off. It was annoying. <laughs> I'd... My watch, my Garmin does not do that for me. Uh, it will tell me, I could do a stress management test on it, so it'll sit there and measure my heart rate and be like, you're very stressed. <laughs> um, and I'm like, great, thanks, dude. Like, I already know that I'm very stressed because I'm getting, you know, I got to answer 16 questions from like 15 different people and they all want it now. Um, but yeah, deep, deep breaths is good. Um, I like to do that and then I try to center myself uh, or ground, it's called grounding yourself. So you find like three things in the room that are blue and then you find, you know, five things that are, are like a, another color, like gray or something like that. And it just helps you kind of like ground yourself to your surroundings to realize that you're not, you know, you're not out there in the world, like just floating on an island or whatever. You're, you're actually like, you're here. Just be okay. Calm down. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, my wife likes it, likes it when I tell her to calm down. <laughs> She's yeah. like, "Oh, you're right. I should calm down." That happens every time, right? Uh, every time she <laughs> she realizes she's being hysterical, she calms right down. It's fine. <laughs> oh man, I hope she listens to this one. Oh, she will. I'll get I'll get smacked for it. I'm sure. <laughs> one that uh, a lot of people fail to do is because we're always so busy, always on the move. Mm. Especially like uh, lunchtime, you get real hectic and busy, and I just don't eat well. I just eat on the run, just yep. whatever I can mile down while I'm moving to my next task. Mm-hmm. That does not uh, bode well for stress management. No, uh, eating well, eating healthy meals, not um, fucking McDonald's for the fourth time uh, that week. Is, you know that helps really helps you I know meal prep I know cooking is a pain I get it but it pays off in the long run because if you combine that with your exercise routine 
one, you'll be a lot healthier. Two, you'll be you'll feel like a lot better while you're just sitting there going, oh, okay, got it. Like at least I got meals prepped for the week, or at least you know I don't have to worry about this, that, or the other thing. Well, there's uh, one thing I know you realize that I do when I get off work before we can even start a podcast or anything. I, I text you and let you know that I'm cooking or I'm prepping yep. a meal for the family or something like that. Yep. So that's at the end of the day, in my work day, that's how I wind down. That's my, I guess, my daily routine of stress relieving is, um, you know, feeding the family a well-balanced meal for dinner or supper, wherever you're from, whatever you call it. And <laughs> it, it really does just calm me down and brings me home to earth. Yeah, a nice meal uh, definitely can, can kind of, I mean, think about when you have like a Thanksgiving dinner or like a holiday meal with your family or whatever, uh, you know, mom's home cooking. Um, you're like, you just feel a lot better because you're like, oh, this was a good meal. I know that it was made, like, I'm happy, like, I got it, you know, type thing. It, it can make all the world and, you know, all the difference in the world. True. You know why? Because part of it is it forces us to slow down. Yes. Slow down. Everyone is so busy. Everyone is so active, so connected. Um, the modern world is great with all of its modern marvels and wonders and everything, but everybody is so connected that everybody is available at the drop of a fucking text. Yeah. Seems like. And sometimes you just got to slow down, put the phone in the other room and just be, be with your family, be with yourself, be with whatever hobby makes you happy. Yeah. I, I can definitely tell when my wife is stressed and she has many things going through her head, uh, especially like driving like, Oh shit. I didn't see that stop sign, which is very fucking dangerous. Um, there's been times where I'm working on something that's small and finicky and it just will not get right, will not do right for me. And I'm getting frustrated and I want to throw it against the wall. Yeah. And that's that point where I need to slow down, assess the situation and just group myself. Maybe look at a cross room like you were saying. Yeah. Two or three items that are blue or whatever fucking color. Yeah. And something. Maybe pick it back up. Yeah. And normally what I do if, I, if I'm working on small, small finicky, I, I, I set it down and I walk out of the room and I just take some breaths. I do a little grounding thing or whatever I got to do. It's just kind of like, okay, you're okay. Like, it's okay. It's literally just an inanimate object. It's not kicking your ass. <laughs> just go back in there. You'll be okay. Like, and then I go back in there and I get it. Like the first try and you're like, why was that so difficult? Yeah. And you look at it and you're like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Went together like a champ. Yeah, and it's like, this was so easy. I just spent two hours putting this, trying to put this thing together, and all I needed was to take a break, slow down, um, you know, I just realized that it's it's not the end of the world if I don't get it done that fucking second. Yeah, one of my bosses did that to me. Uh, I was working on something. I just couldn't get it. I was working on, I will say, at least an hour. This is when I was younger, and he was like, hey, go take a smoke break. I was like, uh, I don't smoke. He was like, go take a smoke break. So I was like, okay. So I went out to the smoke break area, sat about five minutes, came back in, and he already performed a task for me. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there's just times where, you know, I, I've, I've had it where I've had friends and they, they were... <laughs> I know this because I remember a buddy of mine, uh, he was on... 
he was working on something like on right on the other side of like the the wall from me and he he was grunting and he was trying to he was cursing and i was like are you okay over there and he was like this thing just won't work and i was like you want me to give you like you want me to just try it and i was like relaxed and i was doing my doing my thing and uh he was like i just fine man yeah like after another hour he was like fuck fuck it dude come over here and do it for me i don't care give me give me an rma for those of you who don't know that's a real man assist um <laughs> there's also rwa's real woman assist but uh yeah so i, I was like all right man so i just he, he set it down he stepped back and I, uh, I went over there and I got it to work to, like in three seconds. And I was like, here you go, bud. He's like, how the fuck? I was like, dude, all it took is like, I just sat down and I, I put it on there, but I'm not stressed. I haven't been working on this the whole time. Like fresh eyes make yeah. a lot of difference. <laughs> That's so funny to me. <laughs> Numerous times. So funny to me. I think it happened between you and I before many times too. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Um, yeah. But there's, there's different methods to taking a break. Um, meditation. Mm, yep. Yeah, meditation is a great one. Uh, that kind of helps just, you know, empty your mind of all the extra shit and kind of help reset yourself. Uh, yoga is a good way. Um, tai Chi, prayer. Um, all those kind of force you to stop and slow down and, and realize that you are okay and you're just, you're there. Um, prayer sometimes will help if you, you know, if you believe in a higher power or whatever, that the higher power has the situation under control and maybe that makes you feel better. Um, you know, taking a break. Sometimes I take a break and I go listen to a fucking a, a song that just, ah, oh, okay, got it. I, yeah. I feel better. I'm amped or I'm calm or whatever I need to be at the time. All right, let's, let's do this. That's that music for me, sir. It's Sinatra. Believe that or not, Sinatra. I love listening to Sinatra. Uh, mine is usually uh, country music, but sometimes I get like a little upset or pissed off, so then I start turning on hard rock or rap or something like that. And I know it's, it sounds counterintuitive, but it's one of those things that just kind of helps me get my frustrations out through the music, listening to the music. I, I do know, remember in school, like doing tests and stuff that, uh, you know, my stress levels are high because I want to make a good grade in this whole. Right, of course. You look out the window. Yeah. Yep. Spending a little time with nature, the best I could at that time. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes spending time in nature really, like, when we talk about taking a break, sometimes it's, it's a five minute break. Sometimes it's like a week long or two week long break <clears throat> from your job. Go take a camping trip. Go to the lake with your kids. Go to the beach. Um, go on a hike. Go hike up the mountain and just, re- you know, forget the phone for a little bit. Forget everything. That can really help build, uh, fight that burnout that we've talked about in the past yeah. episodes. Um, but sometimes it's just helpful to just go out there and, and be amongst nature to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, got it. The world is not as complicated as I'm making it out to be. Correct. Just that little bit of time I do that. Um, all right. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is making time for hobbies. And that's a great segue for you to tell me how your second third is. Ooh. Uh, you know, because my hobby is smoking cigars. And obviously talking with you and our listeners. Um, but my second third, man, it is that uh, 
that hickory has really kind of kicked in now. All right. I'm definitely getting. I'm definitely getting cocoa. I had to take another puff. I'm definitely getting a nice cocoa uh, finish. The pepper's kind of withered away, so yeah. it's a nice cocoa, earthy kind of like woodsy type smoke, and it's it's just perfect. Yeah, if I have to describe this one, and uh, just like your cigar of the year, it is very well balanced. Yeah, and I really enjoy that. Uh, I'm getting my cocoa is now muted, but it's I can still get it. Um, caramel is coming in, and I am a fan of caramel. Oh, I love caramel. And caramel, uh, however you want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it for some viewers that are like yelling at their it's headphones right caramel. now. Yeah, I find myself saying it different ways every time I say it, so it's okay. Yeah, me too. Like Porsche and Porsche. Ah, coupe and coupe. Yeah. Oh. oh, is that British? That's British, right? That's British. Aluminium. Listen, we're not pushing buggies around here, and the trunk of the car is not the boot. Chill <laughs> the fuck out. Uh, sorry, sir. That's half my family. I know. <laughs> uh, I know. That's why I like to give that half shit. <laughs> well, as we was alluding, you have to make time for your hobbies. Uh, of course, I have more hobbies than uh, podcasting and smoking cigars. Yeah. I do need to make more time for them. Uh, they have been lacking some. Um, even scrapbooking is a little little hobby of mine, even though it's scrapbooking these uh, labels that I get off the cigars. Yeah. The, band, but, the bands. The bands. The bands. Um, yeah. So uh, I, li- I like to play video games. Um, I enjoy that thoroughly. Uh, you know, whatever it is. Um, before it got super expensive, I used to just go shoot guns all the time at the range and stuff to help calm myself. Uh, got a little too expensive with ammo prices the way they are. Um, but uh, yeah, everyone should find a hobby, whatever that hobby is, and just do something to, the, to get you out, you know, to help you kind of relax. Whether that's building boats in a bottle or, um, you know, dance party at your house you don't throw a <laughs> rave by yourself i don't know yeah some ddr action boom <laughs> whatever it is find try to find the set time set aside uh and and do those hobbies that help recharge you yeah because it takes your mind off whatever is stressing you and just really puts you in a no man's land of monotonous not monotonous that's not the right word to use but just a sanctuary of clear minded. There you go. Well, that was well put. <laughs> that was well, that was a hell well put, sir. Well I try put. every now and again. Every now and again. Every now and again. Um. <laughs> also, you know, there's no shame at all in uh, talking about your problems, whether that's to your your parents, to your friends, your spouse, um, you know, a therapist. So, talking about your problems, sometimes I feel like there's a problem that's just insurmountable to me and I just can't figure out a way. And then I ta- start talking through it with, with the wife and I'm like, this thing was so easy to figure out. Why is I freaking the hell out about this? Yes, 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 yes. I have to throw a caution to that one because some people want to talk to their coworkers, which is fine. You can talk to your coworkers, but you got to be careful which direction you go because it can be perceived as gossip. 
Yes. And gossip will only add more fuel to a stressful fire. Yeah, because then it starts becoming a, a toxic work workplace, and uh, and everything else. But you know, it, and and I would also say, careful if you're talking with coworkers, careful on who you trust. Um, you know, there's certain people out there that'll pretend to be your friends until they got some dirt on you, and then they're then they use that dirt to their advantage. Yeah, we spoke about that uh, circle of bosses. It's, yeah, it's find your trust circle. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then, of course, you know, when you're talking, talk through your problems, you got to remember, go easy on yourself. You are human. You are absolutely a human being with with all the the fails and the fallacies and all the the you know whatever uh, I'll say mistakes, but you know everything. You're not perfect by any means. Uh, so go easy on yourself because you can do your best. You can be the best, but even the best fuck up. Yeah, uh, we played ball together before, and bowling is like one of my passions, especially growing up, uh, being a little fella, playing basketball was uh, almost my religion, and if I don't do well, man, I go hard on myself big time. Yeah. Big time. So go easy on yourself is one that I definitely need a lot of practice on. I, I mean, I do too. There there will be times where I'll, like, I'll have made a simple mistake uh, at work filling out a form wrong and somebody else catches it and they don't even make a big deal of it but i'm like the whole car ride home i'm like just berating myself about how could i be so stupid and make such a simple mistake and everything else and nine times out of ten it's because i did not slow down yes part of that that goes with that uh which is also hard to do because uh, like most of you, I take a lot of pride in what I do. So if I mess up on something simple, until I come home, I talk to the wife and she's like, really? That's what the fuck you're upset about? And yes. uh, yeah, then I'm like, well, I guess that is insignificant. So let me just move on with life. Yeah. Um, laughter is a great way to, to kind of remind yourself that, you know, you're not perfect. If you can laugh at yourself, if you can, you know, laugh with others, like, ah, hey, fuck, dude, I made a mistake. Ha ha ha. And, yeah. you know, it, it just kind of eases that tension and helps you not feel so bad. Usually for me, that's going to at least take a day. <laughs> I, I just need a day. Don't laugh at me right now. I'm pissed off and some things might be said or some tools might be thrown. I, I don't know. Now is not the good time. Yeah. Take a deep I breath. <laughs> I know. I've made fun of you for some stuff and you're like, fuck you. I was like, whoa, all right. <laughs> No, but usually, like, nice. Seriously, come, come the fuck down, man. Usually, a day later, we'd be like, "Remember that time? Yeah, ah, oh, that was so fucking stupid. Yeah, ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Then now that's good. That's fine. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, if you can, if you can, the last thing that I would suggest is to try to eliminate your triggers, or be prepared for your triggers to get pushed, like your buttons to get pushed. I I go in uh on a daily basis and something that triggers me is i have you know i work with three shifts and i i'm always questioning what the other shifts did because i wasn't there so i don't know how their day went but uh so sometimes like on the road on the right end i gotta remember like listen they had a day you don't know what it was like. You have no idea what they had to deal with. They only tell you the only important stuff that you have to deal with on turnover. 
like go easy on them, you know, stuff like that, where I, I, I have to kind of prep myself so I don't get pissed off that when they go, hey, um, so this needs to get done. I'm like, dude, I turned that shit over last night and now it's yeah. coming back to me. Like, what the fuck? Yes. Uh, that's, that's a hard one to deal with. Um, you definitely have to try to spend everything somewhat positive. I, I know that that's a bear to cross, but uh, it is. It's very, very difficult to to deal with, um, it's cause, especially because if your job is the one that's triggering you, let's say it's your boss at work, you are not going to be able to eliminate that trigger. However, if you figure out why your boss triggers you so much, you can kind of use that to your advantage and go, okay, I know my boss is going to say this. And here's how I'm going to respond. And I, you know, kind of play that situation out in your head before ahead of time. And it helps you not get as upset. Yeah. Um, for me, for that type of situation, I'm like, you know what? This guy is really, really getting to me, but you know what? He has some really nice shoes. I like those shoes. So when he comes <laughs> in, I'm gonna be like, man, look at those shoes. Then yeah. he can pretty much say whatever, but that, it's a coping mechanism that I, I have kind of build upon myself to especially for people to really irritate me i have to find something positive yeah say that i like yeah um yeah it's it's definitely a hard one and by no means are any of these easy to do by no means are they you know stress management or there's tools in a toolbox these are yeah. not all the answers by any means uh, and not all of them are easy or even like feasible for some people to do and we understand that that's why we're going over a huge list to try to give you guys all the tools to add to your toolbox that maybe you didn't think of i was gonna say uh if you have to utilize one two three hell use all 10 methods if you have to yeah um i i, I went and talked with a, a doctor a friend of mine and she's she's awesome but uh she told me about this this method of how to how to kind of prioritize my day because um, this is another tool for stress management she said like everybody wakes up with the same level like of energy right not or not everybody wakes up with the same level of energy so you got to figure out what your level of energy is and she measured it in spoons don't ask me why it's spoons but that's what she <laughs> measured it as so she called it the spoon method but she goes okay look you wake up every single day with a certain number of spoons right and if you measure, measure those, that's your energy for the day. So you wake up, you get to work, you know, you drive to work, you get ready for work, you drive, you get to work. That takes about half a spoon, right? And then you go through the, like the getting through your email that you missed overnight. That's the other half of your, that spoon. Well, all right, now you have like four spoons left for the rest of the day. So you got to pick and choose where to spend your energy on. Because if you're sitting there spinning your wheels um, on the hamster wheel and somebody's just like, dude, get off the hamster wheel you're like can't too busy all right yeah. you're, you're obviously just spinning your wheels you can't do anything like you know you got to really got to take a step back and realize what am i spending my energy on and is it worthwhile stuff that i'm spending my energy on um traffic is not getting road rage that's not a worthwhile use of your energy we get yeah. it there's traffic there's shitty drivers in the world got it National Highway Traffic Safety Administration will tell you that there's shitty drivers on the world because it's a billion dollar B with a B billion dollar industry for insurance. Yes. Insurance, just in case. Just yeah. in case some shit happens. 
Exactly. So, so realize that when you go through life or you go through your day, you only have a certain amount of energy to spend on every single thing. Exercising takes a spoon. You know, going to all your meetings for the first half of the day, that takes a spoon. All right, you have two spoons left and you got to get through the rest of the day, the other half of your work day, and then you have to have time for energy with your family. You know, I'm not saying don't just slack off, but I'm saying prioritize what you need to actually get done and do that stuff. So then you still have energy left over so you don't come home and like, you know. Be the uh, wife? I was going to say, yeah, beat the wife, kick the dog, you know, <laughs> but um, you know, so you don't, you don't take it out or you're not grumpy or you're not just whatever. And then sulk into the TV and just mindlessly go numb for the last half of the evening while your kids are like, dad, come play with me. All right. Nah. If there's anything that can calm me down, it would be that kid. Yeah. I mean, my kid, uh, you know, kids are great, but. Or man, dog. Or dog. Cat, whatever your preferred animal pet Bird, is, lizard, snake. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that that's a stress reliever. When I get home, the the puppy or dog or whatever you want to call them, yeah. like ah, you've been gone all day. You it felt it felt like a year. I'm so happy yeah. to see you. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, <laughs> one of the greatest things. We're like ah, the wife's not happy to see me. The dog is. I love the dog. <laughs> Wife's upset because you didn't get the honeydew list done. Like, listen, Karen, it's been six months. I will get to the fucking cabinets eventually. Get off my back. Oh, I'm not touching that one, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I, I mean, just realize you go through life, you go through your day. You only have so much energy. You only have so, you know, so much energy and you can't do everything and that's just that's just the nature of the beast um you know and so you just you gotta go you gotta pick your battles well i'll I'll look at it this way because this is what kind of come because i used to come home upset a lot like just mad at the day mad at the world there's only so many hours in a day there's only so much time that i have left in this world why am i going to waste my time being angry at nothing Exactly. And, uh, you know, I had a, there was a cardiologist I was reading. He said, uh, your heart is a pump and if it pumps faster, it wears out quicker. And so <laughs> you, you know, you want to keep that stress level down to where your heart's not pumping as fast because a pump that's pumping slower, it, it will last a heck of a lot longer than a high fucking a pump. That's always pumping at like, you know, hundred beats, 200 beats per minute or whatever, 160 beats per minute. Yeah, that's what I always check for your blood pressure. Yeah. For high blood pressure. Um, I, I'm going to have to say this now before I forget. This cigar is strong. This I warn you. This is a strong cigar. I, I'm not mad at it. I just, I don't think I was prepared. I, I warned you. Best answer for it. That's and, the cigar that I came home after five months and I smoked. And you were making fun of me because it knocked me on my ass. Yeah. I should have got a stronger Hennessy. That's what I should have. I should have uh, got some XO. There you go. Well, the next one I smoke, it would, I'll be pairing it with XO. There you go. Then you'll be really happy. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Did you ever watch The Ranch on Netflix? I have never heard of it, sir. Oh, so it's got uh, Sam Elliott in it and Ashton Kutcher. 
I like Sam Elliott. But so, so Sam Elliott goes to the doctor, and he's you know in his sixties or seventies character, and the doctor's like, "Hey, uh, I see you're you got a little bit of high blood pressure. Um, you should cut out red meat." And she's like, "Try again." And she's <laughs> like, "All right, you should also cut out on drinking whiskey." He's like, "Pass." <laughs> Strike two. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, "Well, what do you do? What do you do to you know relieve stress?" He's like, "Eat steak and drink whiskey." <laughs> I was made, yeah, exactly. It just made me laugh because I was like, you know, that's a that's a vicious cycle. But you know, uh, I'm not saying alcohol is the answer at all by any means. Not condoning alcoholism, but uh, you know, you got to find healthy ways to cope with whatever stress you were doing. Well, now that you said that, it brings up a valid point. If you are using alcohol as a coping mechanism for stress, um, seek help or ask. Ask for help, not necessarily like you're in trouble, but you need to find a different coping mechanism. Because alcohol and drugs are definitely not the direction to go. There's uh, yeah. health, healthier choices out there. Yeah, and and if you don't know, uh, and, and you generally, I, I have I have friends that will sit there and they'll tell me, hey man, are, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? And like, you've just been drinking a lot. I did not realize. I will like, all right, let me back off and I'll find a different way to cope with whatever stress that I'm dealing with. Yeah, I, I got called out. Uh, I think the wife and kid, like uh, there was like a week straight. I just come home and I get a drink. I was like, uh, you, I don't know if you realize this, but you're having like a drink every time you come home. I'm like, whoa, am I? Oh, yeah. So let me uh, break that habit. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, loved ones will tell you what, you know, what, is in your best interest. It's up to you to actually listen to them. You mean I have to listen? That's that's hard. I know. I know. <laughs> no, they but mean well. They do. But man, you know, just uh, just try to try to do your best. And if it's, you know, sometimes what I do to to deal with stress is I come I I come up with a plan. I break, I break whatever problem is in front of me that's causing me a lot of stress. I break it down into small, manageable steps. Yeah. And then I just take one step, then the next step, then the next step. And then next thing I know, that problem's out of my hair. And I'm like, ah, I feel a hell of a lot better. Boom. Taking a hot shower. Yep. I, I have a totally unrelated question for you. And our listeners probably find this uh, question humorous. So you have your beverage, your tasty adult beverage. Yes. And you notice there's something floating in it. <laughs> do you continue drinking that beverage and be like, man, whatever? Or do you waste it and go get more? I like how you said go get more, like not even a question of if you're gonna have more, first off. <laughs> but if it was me, depending on what it was, I'd probably just put my finger in there and get it out, and then I'd just continue drinking it. I'm not sticking my finger in there. It can't kill me. Well, then there you go. If it's a bug, then it's just extra protein. <laughs> I think it was a little piece of tobacco, but eh, it's probably best it's... I don't know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I have uh, I have seen people with like smoked cigarettes and they had like ash and they'll ash will just fall in whatever they're eating or drinking. They just eat it. I'm like, Bleh. yeah, I can't do that one. 
Nope. Nope. That uh, party file, I'm wasting it. Alcohol abuse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so how are you down to your last third? I'm almost there. Let's do a recap and then we'll go into our final third. Perfect. That's, I like that idea. All right. So our cigar segment, we was talking about are you influenced by self-promotions such as swag, indoor, uh, indoor, indoor stuff. Indoor <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I like indoor stuff. <laughs> In-store promotions like a brand ambassador or the actual owner of a cigar shows up at the shop and throws uh, an event. Uh, are you enticed by more cigars if you buy a box? A yes. dis- discount if you buy a certain amount? Yes. Uh, free shipping. And the one we both agree that we don't like is sweepstakes. Yeah. So, uh, again, sweepstakes. I just don't like it. it. Especially on these big internet companies. I'm like, there's no way I'm winning this. <laughs> there's please. no way. Cause please, if you want something. Money. Tag, tag yeah. us if you want something. Please. Because <laughs> normally the people who win it are like, I spent a thousand dollars on cigars. I'm like, all right, bitch. Yeah. Obviously, wow. you wanted that more than I did. Obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then uh, then you know then we uh, we went into our leadership segment of uh, stress management uh, and how to deal with some some ideas of how to deal with stress management. You know, exercise. Relaxing your muscles, whether it's you know a hot bath, stretch, shower, uh, massage. Uh, then you know you take some deep breaths. Count to you know count to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, how's this? Um, There's been so many comedy shows that just poke fun of that. It, but it, it, I mean, it helps because then you sit there and you you take a deep breath and you realize there's a there's a point there's a there's a time frame. And the time frame is up to you of whatever was input that stressed you, and then there's a time break, and then your reaction to to that whatever that input was. And sometimes taking that deep breath and counting for ten seconds will help oh. you just go, ah, this is not what's, as big of a deal. What's the movie? The Wusa. Wusa. Wow. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't even remember. Uh, it was Martin Lawrence. Uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Usa, uh, bitch. Usa, bitch. Uh, eat well uh, is obviously help, it's super helpful. It'll help you feel better. Your energy levels and your body will function better. Uh, and then slowing down, um, you know, putting the phone away, putting the laptop away, spending time with your family, your loved ones, uh, taking a break, whether that's a five minute break, take that smoke break, coming back at it with fresh eyes. Or taking like a two-week break and taking a vacation with the family or whatever you you deem necessary. Um, meditation, yoga, tai chi, prayer, music, nature will also all of those things will help. Uh, and then obviously you got to make some time for your hobbies. If you don't have hobbies, go get some. Find something that interests you and then just start doing it. Um, there, there's something there for everybody. YouTube's a super helpful tool. Um, talking about your problems, whether that's friends, uh, you know, a pastor, doctor, family members, spouse, coworkers to a certain extent, or even a therapist. Yeah, seek therapy if you need it. Don't be, uh, don't be that tough guy. No. Um, go easy on yourself. Uh, I guarantee you a therapist probably would tell you the exact same thing. Hey, why do you, why are you punishing yourself for 
this little transgression, whatever it is. Go easy on yourself. I know that's really hard for uh, go-getters to do, a lot of people to do, is to go easy on yourself. And then try to eliminate and or foresee so you can reduce your triggers. Yeah, all those are excellent ways. I'm pretty confident there's many more. Um, you just oh, have yeah. to really find what suits you the best and go forth and relax. Yes. I would say conquer, but that's not the that's not the theme. <laughs> ah, ah. That's correct. Um, all right, so so you're down to your, your final third? I'm down to my final third. Uh, the, it had a spot of creaminess that has passed very quickly. Um, I am now getting notes of earthiness and cedar and there's a back end of spice and around that time frame is when i said it was like strong i'm like well this is a strong cigar that's when the spice and the cedar and earthiness all kind of started joining forces and coming in I, I still enjoy this cigar it's still very well balanced um i mean the the dark chocolate cover of it the oiliness of the sheen of this everything about the cigar was wonderful it's a beautiful cigar good Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, this one is getting earthy, more uh, <clears throat> more earthy. There's a little bit of spice coming back on the back end. There's a savory note that I can't oh. quite identify. It's like a it's finishing kind of savory. It's really really tasty, um, but it's it's really good. I highly recommend it. Uh, that's why these cigars were, you know, cigars of the year for their respective uh, journals magazines whatever you want to call them um but they're very good yeah i like the i like when i get a cigar and uh it has a savory spot like the street taco one actually had a savory spot it actually yeah. felt meaty uh yeah. a uh, hint of savory i don't want a whole cigar to be savory but no yeah no that, that's a good good uh good assessment coach hey learn from watching you pops <laughs> hey sonny uh, all right. Well, until next time, my name is Austin. And this is Dice. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. All right. Thank you for listening to Leadership of the Leaf. The comments and opinions expressed by the host and guests does not reflect the opinions of those that broadcast this show, nor does it reflect any of our affiliates.